Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me and tuning into this podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. This podcast is here to open your awareness. I want to provide you with tactical teachings on how to master your mindset, create your ideal reality, overcome obstacles, and leverage adversity. And most importantly, it's to help you realize that you are in total control of your reality. My hope? To inspire and motivate you to keep going. And no matter what, it's all about mind over matter. Be sure to check out my website, heatherhakes.com, where I offer you a free video training on how to get unstuck and create lasting change. Again, that's heatherhakes.com and opt into my free video training. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 269. Today's conversation is one of my most favorite things, and that's all about manifesting and law of attraction. But we really go deep and share how you too can start bringing in your desires instead of keeping them at bay. Welcome to today's interview. I've brought on Amber Brandt. Amber, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Give the listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do? Yeah. So I am originally a Texas girl, but I currently am in Topeka, Kansas. So right in the center of the United States. Um, And I am a law of attraction coach and aromatherapist. So I get to work with people all over the world and just help them to uncover their um, highest potential. I love law of attraction and I know some people think, you know, it's such a buzzword, law of attraction and the secret. And, and some people are like, that's so woo woo. And it's so BS. And I I want people to know that whether or not you're into the law of attraction, it is a universal law and it simply comes down to, and correct me if wrong, we're all energy and like attracts like. So whatever you're putting out is what you're going to get back is that simplicity. Absolutely. And I think it's interesting because I've worked with people who don't know about the law of attraction. And as they tell me about their journey, you can see that the law of attraction has been working with them, even though they haven't been aware of it. And so it is true. Everything that we think, everything that we do, we are putting out a vibration of either what we want or what we don't want. And unfortunately, most people that are unaware of how the law of attraction works are constantly attracting what they don't want because that's what they're focused on. Yes. Oh, girl, I could preach about that forever. But I think <laughs> right. it's, it's so habitual because it's so easy for people to focus on what's not working. My life sucks. I, I, I'm not a fan of this one, but FML, fuck my life. Right, right. If people would just literally, it, it's not even that difficult, but it's a choice. You have to make a conscious decision to change your focus literally in a new direction. I found it by gratitude first. But for example, I was talking to somebody the other day and he went on a rant for quite some time about everything not going well in his life. And he was had built so much momentum on all the negativity. I stopped him and I simply asked, can you tell me one thing you're grateful for? Just one thing that's going right. Took him a minute. And when he thought of one thing, then he came up with a list of six. And so I just want people to know it's that easy to change your focus. But what I really want to talk about and hone in on today is 
you know, what is the law of attraction? What is a scarcity versus abundant mindset? And, and how can people make a shift? Absolutely. And I do think you're right as far as it's a buzzword. Um, you're, you know, most people have seen the secret at this point. Um, but really, the law of attraction is just one of 12 universal laws. And I think that um, we really have to make it about us personally, right? So there's tons of books. There's lots of different people talking about this, but it's making it um, specific for you and in your life. And we always, like you said, we always have that choice to just like pivot one degree towards the positive, right? And then a little more and then a little more. And so when I first heard about this, um, you know, law of attraction, I came across Bob Proctor, which I know you're familiar with. And I just remember thinking, could this really be real? Okay. And so, uh, like we were talking about earlier, I decided, I guess it's been about four years now to just play with this and see what would happen. Okay. So I set the intention that in seven days I would attract a free cup of coffee And so I said it out loud and I just kind of as a joke to myself was like, okay, we'll see if this works. Well, on the seventh day, I'm in line at Starbucks and I drive up to the window and they say, the person in front of you paid for your coffee. And it just clicked. And I was like, wow. And then I'm like, okay, well, maybe this is a coincidence, right? And so I I just couldn't get enough of this knowledge. I started to just consume as much as I could. Um... And things started happening for me. Um, I manifested a car. I manifested certain amounts of money, different things like that. Um, But what I find as a law of attraction coach is that people come to me and they're like, either they know a little bit about the law of attraction or they're well-versed in it, but they still feel like it's not working for whatever reason. Um, Or maybe they've manifested something specific, but then there's something over here like a romantic relationship or a certain financial goal or whatever that it's just not working. And what you were saying earlier, like the person that you encountered, when we're sitting in this place of, this isn't working for me, I keep dating the wrong guy, or, you know, my bank account is, you know, negative or whatever that story is for you. That's really what it is, is a limiting belief in a story. Um, And so it is, Now that I do this, a short conversation with someone, I can identify it really quick, right? So when we're sitting all day and we're like, this sucks, I can't find anyone or whatever, what are you doing? If you are a magnet, you're attracting more of that into your life, right? So um, it's a, a constant learning process, learning about yourself and really evaluating your inner dialogue and why you believe the things that you believe because all of that can be shifted. Um, And so, you know, it goes into mindset, but really the law of attraction is literally as simple as it can be is like your, your thoughts are magnets. So whatever you're thinking about and your dominant thought pattern is, that is going to be your reality. So if you want to change your reality, then change your dominant thought pattern, become aware of what you're saying to yourself in your head throughout the day. Um, And once I became aware of that, I I couldn't believe how I was speaking to myself. It was a way that I would never let another person speak to me. And that was really the beginning of my journey into, um, into this work. Pardon the interruption. 
Do you ever feel lost or find yourself stuck in a rut? You want change. Maybe it's more money, better relationships, your health, etc. But you don't know where to start. I get it. I've been there. If you're ready to take the leap and actually make change and progress in your life, I offer a free discovery call to see if my one-on-one coaching program is right for you. Visit heatherhakes.com forward slash coaching for more information and to schedule your call. Now back to regular programming. I think what's also powerful, obviously it's your thinking, but what comes after thoughts is what you're speaking. And so a lot of people, I mean, if you just pay attention to what's coming out of your mouth and like self-deprecating behavior and that you're always talking about lack and then you're wondering why you're always getting it, thoughts and language to me are definitely connected. So how do you become more aware of your thoughts? Because, you know, if if we're having 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day, you can't monitor all of them. But how do you become aware to make a shift, to start attracting what you actually want? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a huge believer in conscious language, and that's a whole other topic um, that's super interesting to me. So like I said, becoming aware of just the dominant thought patterns. Okay, so when I started doing this, I realized all day throughout the day, I was telling myself just really um, self-destructive thoughts. And so what I did is I started to become aware when I had the thought and it would pop into my head because we can't, like you say, we can't control every single thought. But as you become aware and that thought pops into your head, having the awareness to say, cancel, 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 or cancel, clear, delete, or, you know, I'm not going to allow that thought to continue and play over and over and over again. Um, If you look at neuroscience, Every single time you have a thought again and again, the thought pattern becomes stronger in your brain. Okay. So just like creating a new physical habit, it's going to be hard the first few days of it, but then it gets easier and easier, just like anything else. So being able to identify the negative thought pattern, stop it in its tracks, whether you say cancel, clear, delete, or whatever it is going to be for you. And then put something else there. So a positive affirmation um, that really contradicts that negative thought, um, whether you want to call it an affirmation or a mantra that you can focus on to start to rewire and retrain the subconscious mind. Um, Because, you know, if from the time you were 12 years old, you've been telling yourself that you think that you're ugly and you're 35, that's a long time to be having that thought pattern. Um, So it doesn't happen overnight but we're resilient. And once you put the intention into it and you become aware of it, then you can see changes pretty quickly, like within four weeks. What I want to note here, and I'm writing it down myself, is you have to become aware, number one, but then it's about being intentional. And so I have heard that before that, you know, to rewire your neurons, you can rewire your brain. And that might sound too scientific for some people, but is what you're saying when you have these thoughts and you're being intentional with your thoughts, isn't that what creates the belief, which leads to the manifestation? Absolutely. And so it does go back to, you know, it's all really kind of intertwined, our belief system. A lot of us believe things uh, because they were purely just spoken over us or it's how we were raised. And it's not until we 
are later in life that were like, well, why is it that I even have that belief? Right. So it's really dissecting um, why you're having the internal dialogue that you are. The number one limiting belief of every single person comes down to the root of, I don't feel worthy Hmm. of whatever. Okay. So it can start off as something else, but really, if you, if you dig really deep, almost every limiting belief that we have comes down to, I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy. And then really understanding why it is that you feel that way. Um, Is it something that, you know, a trauma, something that's happened in childhood, or maybe you've had a great life and you just don't feel worthy in general. You haven't built up your self-esteem. And so it really is, you know, becoming aware and then doing that daily work, the self-care. I feel like that's another buzzword. And I'm not talking about like a bubble bath once a week, but caring for your mind the same way you do for your physical body, the same way you do for your spiritual life. It's showing up every day, just like not going to the gym is not optional. Well, neither is meditating and making sure that I am inputting positivity into my mind, practicing the gratitude and doing those things. Um, Like I said, if this has been something that's been going on for years and years, it's going to take a little bit, but you will start to feel better. And that's really what it's about is, you know, how are you feeling about yourself? How are you feeling about your life? The goal for my clients is I want them to wake up in the morning and be like, I'm so excited that I get to be me today. And if you're not living that, then something's going on um, that, that needs some attention. Because we all, I believe, are meant to experience joy on an everyday basis. Um, and not feel, nobody wants to wake up and be like, my life sucks, you know? (laughs) And so um, you can just feel the vibrational difference of that. And just like you were saying, when you asked him to say, what's one thing you're grateful for? You can see the shift in people's vibration and their spirit as they light up about things that bring them joy versus the complaint route of all the things, you know, that aren't going great. There's something else I want to touch on and ask you about. Why are vision boards good and why aren't they enough? Mm, That's a really great question. So vision boards are great. I totally believe in them, especially if you're new to this kind of concept. It's a great way to kind of get those juices flowing. Um, It's interesting because most people actually don't know or have never entertained the idea of what's your dream life, right? So I just, and actually this is from a different call last night, but I said this to a group last night. What would you do with your life if time and money were no object or concern? Most people have a really difficult time with that because our society doesn't teach us to expand our minds in that way, right? Um, And so vision boards are a way for you to focus in on what it is that you want, whatever that is, right? Cut the pictures out. You can, there's all kinds of apps um, where you can make digital ones. And it's a reminder, a visual reminder of what you're working towards and your goals. And that's great. But it, it needs to be deeper than that. There needs to be a deeper connection um, than just writing something down or pasting a picture onto a board. You have to really feel it and embody that emotional state to bridge the gap from where you are now to where it is you desire to be. Okay. And on that note, I've been doing vision boards for years. I absolutely love them. 
Yes. But you're right. Well, and I, I do it on Pinterest, but I'm also old school. I like to cut out magazines and I have big poster boards. And it is so fun to look back and go, oh my gosh, when I wrote down, I wanted to be an author and it happened the next year, or I wanted to go on this trip and, and well, that aligned too. But you're right. I, what people are missing and something I talk about all the time with visualizing law of attraction, I call it future riff as if. So I go on this rant and this tangent about, let's just say money, because I think that's easy for anybody to know, or I've done this with relationships. I've done it with travel. But I talk about how it's already happened and I get so excited. I create the emotion and the feeling of already having it, already experienced it. And I think that's the difference from just creating a vision board and like hoping maybe it'll happen. Right, right, exactly. Um, And so one of the first vision boards I ever made, I put this vehicle that I wanted. I had no idea. I was like totally out of my budget but it was the color that I wanted, everything about the car. Um, and I had it to where I could see it every day when I was working. And then I decided to go test drive the car and really feel what that feels like, knowing while I'm test driving it, I don't have the money for this right now, right? But just believing that this would be so great for my family and seeing how wonderful it would be in our lives. Um, and really connecting with that emotionally. So it's, it's taking all of that and bringing it together. Um, the visualization, you know, we want to engage all of our senses if we possibly can. Okay. So, um, making it as real as you can for yourself. But I think it's interesting. There's actually been studies where they've taken athletes and they've had them play out their winning, whether it's a touchdown or whatever their, um, their sport is, the neurons in your brain fire exactly the same as if you were actually doing it. Okay. So the mind can't tell the difference between the visualization of it and actually doing it. Okay. So you're, you're basically convincing your mind through these processes, um, that you are first of all worthy and it is actually attainable. Okay. Because I don't know if you've ever been there, Heather, because I know you're a go-getter, but when you have a big goal and you share it with certain people, what's the first thing they say? Well, that's never going to happen, right? Rather than stepping into, there's a reason that I have this desire, okay? I I believe any desire that's on your heart comes from a greater power. um, And there's a reason why you have that desire. So identifying what that is and and then just really truly believing that it can happen. So it's ask for what you want, believe that it can happen, and then being open to receive which can be difficult for people too, right? So it's getting out of your own way. And I feel like the best um, way for us to really do that and make this personal is by that emotional connection, by, by tying together the manifesting, what's going on in your head with your heart center, um, which is really where the emotion for all of it comes. Because like I shared with you earlier, the only reason why anyone wants anything that they want is because how they think it will make them feel. Okay. So why is it that you want the car, the house, the lover, the money in the bank, the trip? It's because you think you're going to feel better. You're going to feel freedom. You're going to feel secure or loved or whatever that is. So identifying what is the emotion that you're seeking out of this manifestation and then really basking in that emotion. So walking yourself through the visualization process, um, you know, if you 
struggle with this and it's brand new, you can find guided visualizations out there to start to flex that visualization muscle where you can um, embrace that. And it, it doesn't have to be so many people are like, well, I want this exact formula of how this works. It's going to be different for every single person, right? So just for me, it's sitting on the floor, closing my eyes, taking some deep breaths, and then just really thinking about the thing that I am working on manifesting, walking myself through it. Um, Another important key is that when you do the visualization, you don't see yourself in the third person, but you see it from your own eyes. So don't visualize, you know, watching yourself achieve this thing. You want to see it from your own eyes in your visualization and then feel the emotion. Let yourself feel the emotion of what it would be like to be totally and financially secure. What would you do next? Right? What are some of the feeling words that come up when you think about having that? Um, And then really focusing in there. And like I told you before, once you do this a few times, then you can get back there quicker, right? And what you're really doing is you're raising your vibration. When we talk about our next level self or that which we desire, we have to raise our vibration of where we're at now to where we want to be. And that's the quickest way to do that is through emotion, which like I said before, I love to think about it as like emotion, energy in motion. Um, We're emotional beings. And... When you feel joy, nothing feels better than that, right? So almost everything that we're working to manifest, it's because of that. We want joy in our lives. I have several notes that I really want to like emphasize. So the first one is, you know, people ask, yeah, what, what is the secret? What is the secret formula? And you're right. I don't believe there is any one right way, but I do believe the foundational things that you need to get whatever you desire is to see it, to feel it, and then to know or believe it's already yours. However you go about that. But I I feel like those three fundamental principles are necessary. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. And um, I do see people get frustrated sometimes because they're like, well, when is it coming? Right. But I like to be in this state of I've asked for it. I've been heard. I am in a great, I'm taking care of myself. I'm in a high vibrational state. I'm excited to see how the universe is going to unfold this for me. And I, I'm walking through my life like it's already mine. It's just a matter of when things line up properly for me. Um, and so there's a big difference in I'm doing this work and nothing's happening or I'm doing this work and I've completely let go of the timeline because time is an illusion anyway. I've released the how is this going to work? When is this going to happen? And just trusting and knowing that I have made my request and now I'm sitting back to receive it. I heard someone explain it once is like, you go to a restaurant and you order your food. You're not constantly checking in like, hey, are you guys still cooking that? Is it still coming? No, you make your order and then you sit back and relax. You enjoy a cocktail. You know, you have some good conversation and then it arrives in in the perfect timing. So Um, that's really letting go of that timeline, you know, what else can I do? Because that's part of our nature is like working towards it. Right. And you do have to do the work, but just, just releasing and, and just like the smile on my face right now, it's just sitting back and smiling and being like, I know it's on the way. Yes. So what I wrote down, and this is something I do myself is 
I think of it as excited anticipation. I'm so excited. I, I wonder how it's going to come to me. And most importantly, which I really want to emphasize, you have to have fun with this. I have yes. so much fun. And, and something that came to mind when you were talking was, let's pretend somebody is seriously desiring a a tropical beach vacay. Let's go somewhere crazy like Tahiti or the Maldives. And so one, one way I thought literally while you were talking to do that is to go in your backyard, to sit in backyard chairs, get an umbrella, put on your swimsuit, have the towel, and just visualize that you're at the beach. And, and by doing that, you're, you're creating the feeling and the emotion behind it. And then just watch how it unfolds or comes your way. Somebody will offer or invite, or you'll see a special or just be open to the delivery. Absolutely. And another thing that I see a lot of people do is they, they put it out there and then they go through this process in their mind of like how it's going to unfold, but it never happens the way you think it's going to. Right. And so I like to think of it as like, once you make that request, the universe is on it. Right. And all these other things are happening that you don't know about to line things up perfectly for you. Um, And so I love what you're talking about, Heather, just as much as you can stepping into that. Right. And I've, um, I've done this as I have, um, manifested higher positions in my company is how would I show up today? If I already was that, how would I dress? What would I do throughout my day? You know, what would I be eating for lunch? What phone calls would I make? And I'm going to show up as that version today because that's becoming more in alignment with that vibration. Yes. I love that too. Okay, I, I have to go back to what you were saying because I, I think this really needs to be pressed upon is letting go of the how. Number one, you're not in control. And number two, because of, of our limited perspective, we only know of an avenue that it could happen. But if you're open to, and that's how I've let go of the how, if you know the what and the why, when you let go of the how, when I've done that, I'm speaking from experience, not just saying it. It comes normally much quicker, much better than I could have ever imagined because I let go of that piece of it. Absolutely. Totally and absolutely. Um, And so I've experienced that myself where, you know, I'm working on manifesting what I think is the best version, you know, and then once I let go of that and detach from that um, outcome, what shows up for me is something even greater than, and so something that I like to add into my manifestation is I desire this or something better. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. whatever that is, because then it's opening the doors up wide. Um, and again and again, I've been blown away by how, you know, the creator shows up for me. Universal spirit is just like, you asked for this, here's something way better. Um, or another door unfolds. And we can't get caught up in the how because there may be someone that hasn't even come into your reality yet. That's going to spin it in a different direction or a client that you haven't even met yet. You know what I mean? And so, um, we can, we can sit there all day and try to play out each scenario, but you're just wasting your time with that. And really that leads to frustration, worry, anxiety. So we have to just let go of that and not to say that it doesn't come up, but again, being aware that you can catch it and kind of pivot yourself and redirect yourself into a more positive space. So question for you regarding this conversation and manifesting law of attraction. 
What is one key takeaway you want listeners to get from this conversation? Really, it would just be connecting with the emotion, um, really connecting with your heart center and getting out of your head so much um, in that logical thinking space of trying to dissect, uh, you know, the how, the when, um, oh, I set this specific date and the date has come and gone and I don't have my manifestation. Sitting in that, that heart center space um, of what it's going to feel like and really connecting emotionally with why it is you want what you desire. Um, and, you know, just really get into that space of like, what makes your heart sing? What, what is it that makes you on fire for this thing that you're working towards? Um, and getting really clear on, on that emotion, label it, label the emotion of it and sit in it and and do that as much as possible. Make it a daily practice. Yes. I love this. And Amber, I love talking about this stuff. I would like to ask you a couple questions, rapid fire questions to wrap up the interview. Okay, cool. The first one being, what is a quote or motto that you live by? Uh, Be the change you want to see in the world. I am a huge believer of that. Um, It's really easy to complain about the things you don't like, but it all starts with you. And I totally believe in that ripple effect of, you know, you, you never know the people you're affecting around you. So if you don't like the way things are, then, then start with yourself. Yes, that is well said. What is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend? So I always go back to Think and Grow Rich. I've probably read it five times and listened to it on Audible. Um, I'm currently reading a book called uh, The Awakening. Um, it's like nine steps to a spiritual awakening. It talks a lot about the neuro-linguistic programming, which we kind of talked about a little bit earlier. It's a really great read. Yeah. So, and neuro-linguistic programming for anyone, that's NLP. And it's, and I'm not going right. to go into the science in the background, but it literally is the power of your language, which you speak. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Final question for you. What advice would you give your younger self? Mm, good question. Um, I would definitely just tell myself that everything's going to be okay (laughs) and not to sweat the small stuff. Um, and that I'm way more powerful than I gave myself credit for as a younger person. Um, we all have so much power within us to really experience anything that we want. This life is a blank canvas and not to put ourselves into a box. I think a lot of us are raised. What's, what are you going to do? when you grow up, right? Go to college, get the degree, do the job, get married, have the kids, this thing, right? So um, I remember having the realization in my 20s that like, maybe I don't have to pick one thing. Maybe I can do a lot of different things that make me happy. Um, So really just being true to yourself and not um, getting sucked into the societal projections of of who you're supposed to be, but really um, exploring who you are and doing that internal work. I love that. And what a great note to end on. Amber, thank you so much for joining and sharing your story. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Be sure to sign up for my free video training on how to get unstuck and create lasting change at heatherhakes.com. And I'd love to connect with you on the social platforms. You can find me on Instagram at heather.hakes, Facebook, Heather Hakes, and YouTube. Guess what? 
you got it, Heather Hakes. I'll catch you on the next episode. 